Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. And you know what time it is. Week 9 is in the book. So we're going to have a two-minute drill for you and give a little bit of takeaways from this week's action games. We got some interesting stuff. Some new starting quarterbacks. You know, Josh Dobbs returning the Minnesota after this being traded this last week. We had a game in Germany. We had, of course, the Cowboys and Eagles. So we got some good NFL action over this past weekend. So let's get it started. Let's get a two-minute drill going. And here we go. First up, Chiefs defeat the Dolphins 21-14 in Germany. They improved to 7-2 while the Dolphins fall to 6-3. They held to two attack of Valoa to 193 pass yards, the lowest on the season in the victory. Vikings defeat the Falcons 31-28. Josh Dobbs, 158 passing yards, two touchdowns. 66 rushing yards and a touchdown. He took over for the rookie who got concussed earlier, like on the first series of the game. And what do you know? The guy doesn't even get a practice rep. Nobody seems to want him on that team, but he all he does is just ball out. Congratulations to Joshua Dobbs. Browns defeat the Cardinals 27-0 because they decided to uh, throw a rookie QB out there named Toon. And, well, that defense just annihilated him. Deshaun Watson returned too, by the way. He threw for two passing TDs. Packers defeat the Rams 20-3. Aaron Jones, 73 rushing yards and a touchdown. Commanders defeat the Patriots 20-17. Pine Seam House, 325 passing yards and a touchdown. Saints defeat the Bears 24-17. Taysom Hill doing it all. Taysom Hill doing it all. One passing TD, one receiving TD, receiving TD, and 52 rushing yards on the day. Ravens defeat the Seahawks 37-3. They improved the 7-2. It was OBJ's birthday. He catches his first touchdown as a Raven. Texas defeat the Bucks 39-37. CJ Stroud 30-42. 470 passing yards, five TDs. No picks, a rookie record, including that game-winning touchdown in the final seconds. Colts defeat the Panthers 27-13. Kenny Moore the second, two picks, sixes. Wow. Returned for a touchdown, elevates the Colts to a victory. Raiders defeat the six, 30, Raiders defeat the Giants 30-6. Behind Antonio Pierce, the head coach, Josh McDaniels is out. Raiders going to win now or what? Congrats on the win in his first uh, job there as a head coach. Eagles defeat the Cowboys 28-23. Prescott had 374 pass yards, three TDs in the loss. Meanwhile, Hurst, two passing TDs and a rushing TD. And there you have it. There is your two-minute warning. And what crazy action do we have? We had this past week. So let's talk about some of the action. Like, let's start with that Minnesota Viking team. They just keep winning. What, they're on like a four-game win streak now? The rookie went out. To start the game there. The first series, like, got concussion. Like, I don't want to, like, joke about that. But, like, man, welcome to the NFL. You really got to know how to protect yourself. So, Kirk Cousins, of course, was out for the season with ACL injury. Joshua Jobs, he's in Cleveland. Then he's in Tennessee. He was actually in Tennessee last year. Then he comes to Cleveland. Then all of a sudden, he, they get traded before the season starts to Arizona. Hey, you're the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. Then, like, last week... Gets traded to the Minnesota Vikings because they're like, Kyle Murray's coming back from IR. We're going to start this Clayton Toon guy as QB. Here you go. Here's another team for you, Joshua Dobbs. Get off of mine. And this guy just goes out with no practice reps with this new team here. <laughs> Throws for two and ran, runs for another. And like, what leads him to a game-winning drive there at the end of the game, too, to seal it. Like, that's pretty damn impressive. So, what he did on Sunday, like, 
you better respect this guy. This guy is a true competitor, loves the game. And I don't understand why nobody wants him on his team. Yeah, he may not be the greatest quarterback, but he's going to give you a chance. And at least he fights. And that's what you like to see in players and people like him. Like, he fights. He may not be the, like I said, the greatest quarterback on the field, the greatest quarterback in the league, top 10-ish. Like, he's not going to be that. But damn, I want him on my team. Because I know he's going to give it his all no matter what. Even in a loss. But for him to come out here on the road and lead the Minnesota Vikings to a victory really says a lot. And this guy, is this, like I said, he's a true competitor. And give him a damn round of applause. There we go. Right? Give this man a round of applause. Like, he deserves it. Like, he did. He's play, I mean, this is insane in the way he played. Um, so that's why I think about him. And also, C.J. Stroud. I said coming in the season, he was the best rookie QB. Yesterday, he really did prove that he is the best QB in this rookie draft class. Will Levis has shined a little bit here. He's gotten the first two starts there for Tennessee. But that kind of remains to be seen. But C.J. Stroud showed everybody this past weekend what this means. I mean, 470 passing yards. I don't know what happened to the Tampa Bay Bucks in their defense. Maybe was this an off day? I don't know. But they get 470 passing yards and five touchdowns. No rookie's ever done that. He's the first person in NFL history as a rookie to do this. So that's really saying something about this guy. The way he is so poised inside the pocket and the way he just doesn't let the big moment outshine him. You know, came from Ohio State. If you didn't win, you were in trouble. If you lost one game, were, you sucked. Like, that's just a retaliation. Like, you're, you're not good enough, right? So he came from that program. Now in the NFL, and he, as he's getting through halfway through the season now, we're in week, after week nine here, going to week 10, like this guy is looking really damn good. And D'Amico Ryan, the head coach there at Houston, has gotten this team to turn around and in the right direction for this Houston franchise. Like, I like what I'm seeing in Houston. And this Texans team, I like what I'm seeing C.J. Stroud. For him to go out there and do that is just incredible. It's insane. Um, so congrats to like C.J. Stroud. We, like I said, man, we got to give these guys some props. And the other people give some props. Well, oh, maybe not so props. We'll give a little bit of props to those Raiders. Trust me, Daniels is out of town. You have the worst, one of the worst teams in the league, the Giants. Took care of business. Had the rookie Aiden O'Connell starting. Just hand the ball off to Josh Jacobs. Get in there, play great defense, go home. That's exactly what they did. That's exactly what Antonio Pierce had those guys doing. And it just feels so great not to see Josh McDaniels on the sideline calling the same bogus plays and thinking he actually is an offensive guru and coordinator that is good. Or head coach, that's good. Don't worry. He'll be over there on the New England sideline here soon as like a senior advisor to the assistant head coach uh, consultant to the uh, ball boy. I don't know. 
<laughs> Bill Belichick would give him a job back somehow, right? He gives everybody else um, jobs again. So there's that. And also on touchdown, that Cowboys-Eagles game, NFC East showdown. Damn those Cowboys, right? Those Cowboys just couldn't seem to get together, even though Dak Prescott played a heck of a game. C.D. Lamb also had over 100, almost 200 receiving yards. They still lost. Prescott, three touchdowns, 374 passing. Still lost. Eagles still don't look that good, but they keep winning somehow. So this goes to tell you the tale of those two teams. Cowboys can play lights out football. Dak Prescott can ball out. But they're still going to lose. The Philadelphia Eagles can play a little sloppy, not really get the run game going. Hurts may have a turnover or two, like, even though he didn't have any this past Sunday. But they're still going to find a way to win the game. And that's what's what separates the good teams from the great teams. They find a way to win even if they're having their bad day and not clicking, either on offense or defense. So they're going to find a way to win. The biggest takeaway from that game, though, is it's like a game of inches. It's still it's the like little things that matter in key moments, like Dallas Cowboys, right? Dak Prescott, they went for two point conversion. He stepped on the line out of bounds as he's reaching the ball over the goal line. Therefore, it doesn't count. Game of inches. Again, fourth and goal in, inside the one yard line. Again, throws the ball to the tight end. The other tight end, I think Ferguson was out there with him, and they don't really run the rub route to perfection. He gets tackled. They call a touchdown initially, but he was actually short of the end zone. So it gets overturned. Game of inches. Cowboys right there at the doorstep. Can't capitalize. But despite all that, they still had a chance to win. Penalties on the Eagles. Penalty roughing the passer. Penalty over here. And next thing you know, the Cowboys are moving down the field after starting their own territory. Within 20 seconds, they're down the field. They're almost inside the 10 to get in. And flag, false start, sack, throwing it up like typical Cowboy fashion. It just all implodes when they get the, when they're trying to hand the game over to them and give them a chance. You know, must see TV. And then they go back to being the Cowboys and then they just can't execute. When it matters most in key situations, it's always something. And that is what's going to continue to haunt this team going forward and getting closer to the end of the regular season. Still, of course, they're still going to be a playoff team, but they have to fix the little things. And I'll put a lot of that blame on Mike McCarthy, their head coach, because it's certain situational things. When to call a timeout. When you know your team's in trouble, maybe folks like, hey, you see this over here, this kind of look. Maybe have C.D. Lamb on one side of the field and Ferguson on the other, not bounced up together there like on that last play. It's just, I don't understand why they're not involving Brandon Cooks at all either. But it's just the Cowboys. This is the way they are. So, anyways, that is... The gist of uh, everything there is your two-minute drill. Some of the takeaways. That's going to do for today's episode. So, remember, new episodes are airing every Tuesday and Friday. We're available on all streaming platforms. 
Check out the website, sportstalkfromthecrib.com. We have the blog post, and you can stream the podcast on there as well. And also, be sure to check us out on social media. We're on uh, X, <laughs> YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, at Feelyheat Entertainment, as Feelyheat So I'll catch you all next time on Friday's episode. So I'm getting live into what's coming up this weekend in the NFL. So I'll catch you then. Peace out.